0: Hello and welcome to the My Life for His Glory podcast. For those who may not know, I recently had the opportunity to speak at a women's event and I thought I should share what I spoke there on the podcast as well. It's a bit of a testimony and a bit of things that I've learned in my life and I hope you enjoy it and are just encouraged in the end. Um, Yeah, let's dive in. Hello, I am Kiana Randy bergen Before I get into what I'm talking about tonight, I would like for you all to join me in taking a deep breath. Alright, on three. One, two, three. Breathe in and out. Thanks for joining me in that. I probably needed it more than you did, to be honest. What I'm going to share with you tonight will be a bit of a testimony, which is a story of my life and what God has done in my life, mixed in with some messages I think are important, based on what I've learned and experienced in my life. Something I like to say on my podcast before I begin with the main message of the episode is to say, let's dive in. So I'm going to say it now. Let's dive in. My life is a journey. It is a process of growing, discovering who I am and who God wants me to be. I still feel unsure about many things in my life, yet I feel sure about a lot of things. I've come so far and still have a ways to go. It is a never-ending learning curve an experience I would have no other way than how God wants it to be. In grade 3, I was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, which is a neuromuscular disease that causes your muscles to get weaker and break down over time. There is no cure. But that's not where my hope is. My hope is that one day I'll be in heaven with my Savior Jesus, and I will be able to walk again. So I don't need to worry about that in this lifetime. When I was younger, it didn't affect much sometimes in gym class and getting up off the floor, but as my illness started to progress, I was falling constantly. I have scraped my knees more times than I can even count. Stairs became difficult, and getting up after my falls also got harder as time went on. I walked until I was 17 years old, and I've been in a wheelchair ever since, which is almost 10 years now, as I'm 26 now. If it isn't obvious, being in a wheelchair definitely is not an easy way to live. The world definitely is clueless towards disabilities. Often, accessible standards for normal people don't cover even close to everything that is necessary. It's kind of dumb when there's a handicap parking stall and beside it is a curb. Like, excuse me, what? Anyway, moving on, not going down that rabbit hole. Don't even get me started. Anyway, I think I managed fairly well considering. But if you think about it, I was diagnosed in grade three. So, I've had many years to process and work through things. And believing in God and having a relationship with Him has been the biggest blessing through all of it. When I was younger, every once in a while I would just cry because things were challenging and hard. But over the years, it's gotten a lot less. I heard they ever cry over it now, but it can happen sometimes. No matter how hard it gets at times, I have never prayed for God to take it away. I have prayed for situations and circumstances surrounding it to change, but I've never prayed. From my disease or the wheelchair itself to be gone based on what is expected with my disability i'm doing much better than i should be praise the lord i'm still quite independent i can transfer fairly well which is so nice i can still drive sometimes i have a seat that swivels so i turn the chair to the back then i transfer to the front of, seat of the van turn it back to the front and drive normally i don't drive too often but i can if i want to such a good feeling to drive i enjoy it so much. Oddly enough, the only thing in my life that I've done that hasn't scared me is getting my driver's license. I think it's partly due to the fact that I like to be in control of things. I think some of you can probably relate. I don't know, maybe. Uh, Which is something I constantly fight with God over. I just want to surrender and let him be in control. But then I keep taking it back. Then I have to lay it down again. Take it back. Lay it down again. You know, repeat the cycle over and over and over again. I do deal with pain on a daily basis, which is hard not to focus on. And I've had trouble sleeping my whole life, too, which is frustrating to say the least. I can't do a lot of things or go many places like people's homes because of being in a wheelchair, and it can be easy to let myself get discouraged at times, which I do sometimes, but I don't stay there. Despite everything, God has blessed me so much, especially with my amazing family, who is always there to help and support me. If you have more questions for me about my disability, you can gladly ask. I'll try to have a little time at the end for that. So if you're like me, maybe it's better to write it down so so you don't forget. So I give you permission. If you want to pull out your phone, write it down. That's fine with me. I won't judge you. It's evident that my life hasn't gone the way I would have expected or wanted it to go, but it's gone exactly the way it's supposed to. Sometimes in the moment, it is hard to see God working in our lives. When our circumstances or what we see doesn't line up with what we wanted or expected. The truth is, things may not always feel good or be good, but God can use those things and redeem it for our good and His glory. Romans 8:28. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him who have been called according to His purpose. I'm sure you've had times in your life where things didn't go the way you wanted or expected. It's in those moments that we need to choose to trust God because He knows everything. He knows us personally, and He is sovereign. In other words, He is in control of everything. He knows what will happen, and He will make a way for us. We don't like walking through hard or scary things, but I can say from experience that those things are always worth it in the end, and God promises to be with us through those times. He often doesn't let us get out of it, but He's with us in it and walks us through it. Deuteronomy 31, verse 8. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Romans 8, verse 18. For I consider that the suffering of this present time is not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed. Speaking of life not going the way you expected, I have a personal story to share of the journey that God has led me on in the last decade or so. But first, I'll go a little farther back. Growing up, I was always shy. I didn't like speaking in front of my class or talking to strangers or anything like that. I was very reserved, quiet, and to myself. And I can still be that way sometimes. I was like that all through my school years. And somehow after I graduated, I changed. I became more outgoing and outspoken. I still have many moments where I'm more shy, but things are different for me now. When I was younger, I enjoyed writing songs and poems like around middle and high school years. And during high school, I started a blog, which is still online, But I haven't posted on it in a few years and in August of 2020 I started a podcast called My Life for His Glory. I enjoyed talking but it wasn't something I would have thought of. It was definitely an idea that God had placed in my mind and I've been making my podcast since. It's not as frequent at the moment but I do plan to continue and within the last year I began posting videos on TikTok for a bit. I felt like God was leading me to create some videos on there so I did for a time. It was scary at first but I started to actually enjoy making videos and more recently i decided to step away from that and post on youtube instead and youtube has changed since it began they used to have just their regular videos but now they also have shorter clips as well as the regular videos and those are called shorts and they're kind of similar to tiktok so i thought it was a good time to switch over. when i got my podcast i created an instagram and a facebook page for it so i have a page for my podcast i have one for sharing photos because i love taking pictures it's another passion of mine plus my own personal page. So in other words, I have three Instagram pages, three Facebook pages, a podcast, and a YouTube account. Yeah, that does sound like a lot, and it is at times. But I've decided to not let the algorithm, which tells you certain times are better to post, or certain frequency of posting is better. But I'm not going to keep up with that. I'm doing it at my own pace. At the pace that God has set for me. I'm not going to rush ahead of him. And I don't want to post stuff just to post something. I want what I do to be meaningful. I find it ironic that God is choosing me to do these things, but why am I surprised? After all, God uses unexpected and broken people all the time. Because as humans, we're not perfect. Not even close. But He still chooses to use us. He doesn't have to, but He wants to. How beautiful is that? And I don't know what's going to happen with posting online whether it'll be popular or not, but I'm gonna choose to trust God and be obedient because everything I do is to glorify Him, and that's the only thing I want to do. I also wanna share joy and fun things as well because God isn't always serious. I recently heard a quote that said, "'Being serious is not a fruit of the Spirit, but joy is.'" That quote has kinda changed the way I approach things when I post online. I want to, obviously, be a good, godly example and encouragement. But I also think it's important to have fun sometimes in life. I mean, life is hard enough as it is. We may as well find joy in it. Another quote I really love is, Life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Okay, hold on a second. Let me say that again. Life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. That is so true. Because, as you probably know, life is pretty crazy at times. But there's also so much good, you just have to look for it. And I'm starting to notice that God is kind of funny to take a shy, quiet girl who didn't want to be noticed, give her a wheelchair, which is definitely noticeable, and give her more personality as she grows up and say, I'm going to use you to post videos online to share about Jesus. Sometimes if I'm being honest, I want my podcast to grow more. I want to get more followers, but ultimately I just want God to use it for his purposes. Whatever he wants to do through this and through me, I want that too. Even if I only have very few followers, I will still choose to be obedient and faithful to the purpose God has for my life, which is definitely better than any of my plans by far. It's amazing to see things afterward, like when you look back and see how God has carried you through, everything, every circumstance you've gone through in your life, whether good or bad, He was working, even when we didn't see it. There's a song that came out in the last year or two by Casting Crowns that's called Nobody. For the record, in case you thought I might sing the lyrics, not gonna do that, definitely not ready for that yet. (laughs) The lyrics go like this. I am just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since he rescued me, he gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I will now interrupt my speech. Because you're my podcast family, you get a bit of a bonus. I will sing the lyrics to the chorus of the song Nobody by Casting Crowns. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since he rescued me, he gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. Now we are returning to the speech. I love this. It's like a theme for my life and everything I do. I am just a nobody trying to tell everybody about Jesus. And that's what I'm doing here today. This opportunity came up. And even though it's scary and nerve-wracking, I felt God wanted me to do it. So here I am. Sometimes he asks us to do scary things and step out of our comfort zone. Not just sometimes, but often. We don't grow staying in our comfort zone. It would be nice, but that's not how it works. It may be comfortable, but it's not going to get us anywhere. Sometimes we have to take a risk or step out in faith. Take those moments and opportunities. Use them to help others, to encourage others, or to show someone God's love. Sometimes the smallest things can brighten someone's day or mean the world to them. In this world, people, especially women, are always comparing their lives with each other. When did we stop championing on other women? When did we stop being happy for others when they succeed or get something we wanted or whatever it may be? We have to stop being envious of others and start being content with where we are. God has reasons that we don't know for where we're at in life, for the particular season we're in. That doesn't mean we can't ever be frustrated with where we are in life. We're human and it's going to happen. But we can't let that distract us from the current season. There is purpose in it and we need to be present and content. Oh, I know. Believe me, it's easier said than done. God knows our desires. He knows what we want. Sometimes he asks us to wait. Sometimes he says no and sometimes he says yes. Let's go back to a comment I said earlier about how I want to surrender, but I keep taking it back. I think we often want to surrender, but then we close our hands and say, we don't want God to take anything away or change anything in our life. But we need to live with our hands open. We need to let God take things from our hands and put things in our hands, which is a representation of our life. It can definitely be scary. The unknown often is. Life may be unknown. But God is good. He is who he says he is. We can trust his plans for us. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. We need to allow him to take things out of our life and put something better in its place. There may be times when our hands are empty for a bit. That would be called a waiting period. But if we hold on to things, And don't give him the opportunity to do something with what we have in our hands. We could miss out on good things or opportunities to grow and lean on him. To wrap up, remember this. Even though life doesn't go the way you want to expect, keep trusting God. Keep your hands open, ready for whatever God might have for you. And find moments of joy, no matter how small they may seem. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find some songs linked in the description box, including the one I sang in this episode. And you can find my email so you can send me any questions or comments about me, my life, the podcast, God, the Bible, whatever. Uh, And you can find the link to all my social media pages, including my YouTube channel. If you did not know I have a YouTube channel, I do. So go check it out. Subscribe if you're interested. Again, thanks for listening.